0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. Grab some snacks and settle in, because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Hoskins. I am your co-host. Derek Hoskins, I got called out a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to stop saying your host. I'm your co-host. Oh, oh don't, don't change up the, your... No, no, man. no. For, okay. for, from now on, I am the co-host, because that is not fair for me to say host. Because, of course, I am joined by my good friend and yours, my beloved co-host, Mr. Ian <laughs> Torrance. Ian... How are you doing this evening?
1: Derek, I am so tired. I thought we would do this hours ago, but nah, it, just, it was not to be. It was not in the cards. Uh, I had a I had a late night getting off work and being scared by a grown man playing a trash panda. <laughs> and <laughs> you, you had a lot going on, and we had some chatty cats out here
0: outside <laughs> of my window, so... It's uh it's it's been a doozy. It's been a doozy of a day. Well, and what's funny, it's not even just a doozy of a day. So like for for the Willow fan out there, thank you for for keeping us afloat during this series Willow um, fan. <laughs> we really fan. appreciate you, Willow fan. Uh, so for, for those of us that follow us, uh, you'll know those For those of us, of us that
1: follow us. <laughs> for those of
0: you that follow us, you'll realize that last week we did not have an episode. Excuse me. That was not because it was Christmas. That was not because we were just too tired. That was because uh, we got a... We tried and failed. We we had an arctic blast of crazy come through last week, and the brunt of the storm that hit southern Indiana hit while we were trying to record, and it knocked out my internet. And uh, we got about 15 minutes into recording the first, uh, or the last week's episode, and could no longer record. Um, on top of that, I was very ill that day, and Ian was trying to carry us through... And, uh, so it, it kind of worked out. So we thought, you know what, we'll just go, we'll do episodes, uh, five and six of Willow. And, uh, we'll hop on. I was supposed to be on here well over an hour ago. That didn't happen. Uh, I had some crazy stuff happening at the house. And then for some reason, my internet still just does not want to work properly. So we're going to see how this goes. Um, I'm using the basic Wi-Fi from my house, uh, We'll see. It'll be, it'll be interesting. It's going to be an
2: experience.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, for all of you that missed us last week, I hope you had a fantastic Christmas, a fantastic holiday, a good time with family and friends, whatever you did to celebrate, whether you celebrate it or not. Hopefully you had a wonderful weekend. Uh, so Ian and I are going to get into Willow episodes five and six. Um, as long as his neighbors don't come back and start having a very loud conversation right outside his window of
1: all the places to, to have that conversation.
0: <laughs> I could, uh, uh, I, I said before we started recording, cause we waited for a moment. I could almost make out the words they were saying through your wall mm. into your microphone, mm. into my ears. That's how loud they were talking.
1: Yeah. Which any other night? I wouldn't really care. No. Why would I you turn on the, You're I turn awake. on the fan I'd lay peacefully in my bed. (laughs)
2: Like a vampire? (laughs) Like a vampire. But uh, tonight, tonight was not the night. Yeah. But hey, good news. We're here.
0: I want to show this off real quick. If you'll be able to see it. Those of you that are listening on the podcast, I'm showing off a Funko Pop that I got for Christmas. It is Andy from Parks and Rec as Princess Rainbow Sparkle and nice. it's amazing. A, a friend at work got me that unprompted. I don't know where. Now I have to figure out something to do for him. Reciprocity. It's annoying. Don't you don't you hate it? I really do. Okay. I feel like we haven't talked on here because we didn't last week, but for like a little bit and uh, also said so we feel definitely like I'm trying, tried, was not for I lack feel, of trying. I feel like I'm trying to cram in 2 weeks worth of banter in the first like five minutes so let's not yeah, do that well, so
1: we've we've got it so far so. so
0: let's uh let's go ahead and get into episode five of Willow which was titled the Wildwood I believe just I Wildwood. believe you're correct Wildwood eh, Wildwood um, the
1: Wildwood so uh, gold we'll, jacket green jacket who gives a shit
0: <laughs> we will probably not spend long on Wildwood as an episode I, I don't think either of us were overly fond of it um for me, it was the weakest episode of the season so far. Uh, it it was fine. It it was fun still. Uh, but the, there was a confusing bit at the opening with who they were actually running from, uh, Mm. why they were running from these people. Um, I didn't love the revelation that we got about Jade's character. Uh, but on the, on the, plus side we had some really funny moments uh, got to see Kevin Pollack back as a, as an aging Ooh. brownie as an aging brownie and, uh, and there, there were some fun things so I, I don't want to ramble too much about it I didn't love it we can get into a couple of little things before we get into the, the episode that came out this week um, Ian what did you think about uh, episode 5 Wildwood
2: I had said last week before we got blizzarded it did did
1: in too many did it.
0: It's too many did it.
1: Um, I said last week before that, it reminded me of a Benny Hill Scooby-Doo episode. It was just like <laughs> them popping out of the trees, like running. And then the bone reavers running out, going this way. And I was like talking about how confused I was. I said, I said, I felt like in the episode before that, toward the end, the bone rivers were chasing after them. And Borman had that, uh, conversation with the guy and he's like i thought you were dead and then all of a sudden they're they're running from from the gale right in this and i'm like where did the gale come from i thought they were running from from the bone reavers and then they run into the forest and who do they run into the, the bone, bone reavers. reavers i was like i'm so confused did i miss something did i misunderstand maybe i need to go back and watch the episode before that and then at that point i didn't really care uh i was just trying to move forward so i did not enjoy that episode too much I, I the negatives i touched on last week were uh alora and kit are in that jail cell that is wide enough for them to just walk through shoulders out they didn't even have to go like sideways they could have just walked through it they're like we got to find a way to blow this thing up and i'm like or Here's a crazy idea. Here's a crazy thought. Just walk through the damn thing. <laughs> there's so there's six feet apart. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> there's no way well, that and that's not keeping only anybody that, in. Not only that, the the cell that Willow and Graydon are in, there's no ceiling to it. There's no roof. Just there, climb I didn't out. even see a door. I didn't just, see a door to that one. Just just climb out. And they built
1: their prison over top of the Brownies' house. <laughs>
0: Which was incredibly convenient, but I'm glad. Yeah. And I actually it it did give it, it did have one of the the times that I had a kind of a laugh because they were trying to make the uh the kind of racist stereotype that all like minorities know each other because he asks if he if if, if they know this one brownie that he knew 30 years ago or however long it was supposed to be, and he just happens to be his house. I I, I actually did laugh at that because it was like Oh, yeah, you think all brownies know each other, and then he actually did kind of happen to right upon it. it it was a it was a it was a fun chuckle. I was sad that he didn't come with him on the adventure. I was kind of hoping we'd get to see him uh see him back, yeah, yeah,
1: I, I didn't have a problem uh with that little interaction i i did the only part that bothered me about that was how convenient the jails jail cell right. was. I use the term "jail" loosely because if you put somebody in a corner and be like, "You stay here and then leave," mm-hmm. I'm not a toddler. I'm going to walk out immediately. Right? I'm toddler-like, but I'm not an actual toddler, so I'm going <laughs> to leave immediately. So I didn't get that part. Uh, I said that uh, that part that part bothered me with the whole jail cell thing of Kit and Alora being stuck up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I I I don't really necessarily like. But nor do I hate the storyline of Jay being a Bone Reaver and one of Kale's seven hundred children
2: when so he so many and plundered.
1: Yeah, so many. Why he, he's giving you a run for your money?
0: Yeah, I know, right? I, yeah, I thought I had a lot. Good <laughs> God.
1: Yeah, but I, I I didn't really care for that
0: that storyline. Um, I, sister, I, you've come home. I wouldn't mind it if we weren't getting so much of that. Like this is what everybody said they wanted from the Star Wars sequels is that they wanted every, a lot of people were like oh yeah I want Ray to be Luke's daughter I want you know so and so to be related to this person and oh well Finn should be Lando's son and it's like but but why though why do you want every why can't they just be new characters why do they need to be connected, everybody to something? To
1: be connected yeah, and
0: that's what we're getting in this I mean we're dealing with Mad Martigan's daughter and, and son which is understandable that's fine but then, like, Borman was Mad Mardigan's squire, and then we find out that Jade is um, Kale's daughter. Kale, Kale's daughter, and there, it, it just seems like... Kale, who serves with Sorsha, Sorsha, daughter of beth Yeah, it, it seems like everybody's connected in some way, and it just I, I don't know. I just don't love the idea that we can't just have a character that's not that, that can just be their own character. Cause I like Jade as a character. Why yeah. did it have to be a, why did she have to be the descendant of somebody from the original movie? Yeah. I didn't think it was necessary at all. I don't- uh, and maybe they'll do something with it that's interesting. They kind of hint that she's going to have a choice to make in, in the you know in the sixth episode that we're going to talk about here in a moment. Yeah, but
1: I feel like we have a lot of choices that have to be made, and it's yeah. just too many.
0: There's too many. There's, There's too a lot of going choices on. going on. There's so many choices. So I and, I, and- I don't know. The, that, that episode, I didn't hate, but it just... It, it really... For for as beautiful as it was, because I will say that the cinematography was incredible. The 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 locations that they were shooting on were excellent. I really enjoyed everything about the way the Wildwood looked. I'm I, I really enjoying. Unless all you're of watching
1: that. on your phone,
0: oh god, yeah, I want to get into that in the next episode here in a minute. The, the Disney's got to do something. They got to do something about it. <laughs> it's getting old. It's getting I really don't know old. if it's
1: Disney's fault or if it's like phones, man. I don't know if it's because phones are like LCD screens and the well, cameras yeah, are but- shot and they're basically made for like OLED screens. I guess. Um, but
0: again, like I said earlier, when we were talking, just the two of us talking earlier th- today, it's a, it's a phone app that we're watching yeah. on.
1: Yeah, it should be. A, Take should a little some bit some more
0: time. Of- and optimize the video for a phone screen, or give me the option to change the contrast or something on Yeah, it. I know. Like just brightness doesn't do it. So no. So anyway,
1: yeah, uh, no, I'm I'm with you on that. And we it's so frustrated. This has been a problem uh, on a lot of Disney Plus shows mm-hmm. that I watch on my phone because I'm when I'm at work and I like take my lunch break. I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna watch. You know this on my phone because I'm going to review this mm-hmm. show later with Derek, or I just want to see this, and I'll be watching. I'm like, God, I can't. I need a pair of night vision goggles to be able to yeah. see this shit. So that's that's a huge problem. Um, I do want to touch on. I, I thought the character development was getting better. Mm-hmm. I thought that the relationship between Kit and Alora was getting better. I liked that she was finally getting out of her pouty teenage phase of Mm -hmm. being an ass to her for no literally no reason and being like oh well yeah well this is what happened she's just like if you're gonna ask my advice ask and then she goes to leave she's like wait i i want your advice Mm -hmm. i was like okay she's coming to her for advice cool so she's she's getting out of that angsty teenage phase that we've seen her in the past few weeks. Mm -hmm. And I was getting happy about that. And I do want to say like, I do like the relationship and yes, I said a a relationship between two women. I do enjoy that. This show uh, is touching on the fact that these two are obviously in love and they're finally embracing that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's important. And I think that's great for the characters. And I think that that's how it should be. And I'm glad one step forward remember i said that one step forward okay
2: and mm-hmm.
1: do you have anything else you want to say about this episode before, before
2: we get episode, into that yes before i yes. jump
0: into yeah before we get into the that next episode? Uh, i don't the other thing that i'm not loving because i'm i'm really enjoying the show overall we've we've discussed it you know every week we've talked about right. it and i actually am enjoying it i really like I, I love Willow. I love the world that they've created. I don't love the music choices all the time. Could be better. They they could do better with the music choices. I don't understand the modern music in some scenes. You know, the credits is fine or the credit. Oh, having it that was something we fine.
1: complained about last week. The we we said playing for the closing credits was okay as long as it was transitioning into the credits mm-hmm. and it didn't affect the actual background of the show. But let me tell you, at the beginning of this episode, when that song was playing, and we thought it was Blitzkrieg Bop, didn't we? Yeah,
0: it's, it's, boy, it sounded like, Blitzkrieg and the whole Bop. time I'm
1: like, what
0: the shit is this song? <laughs> this is not belonging. That's why I thought it was a Benny Hill Scooby Doo episode. Yeah, it was, it's, it's been so weird. And we'll get into it more in this, in the next episode, uh, because they made some great music choices in the, in the next night episode. and day. It's, it, it's completely day. different. Um, but th- one thing that I am curious about with this story that they're doing now is this relationship that they're trying to build, or that Graydon is trying to build
2: with Elora.
0: It's, well, it seemed too obvious that he was not going to be inter- interested in Kit, which is understandable. She's not interested in him either. Hmm. But they're engaged. They're supposed to be married. Um, so this this relationship that he's trying to build with Alora, every no one has once, not one person has mentioned, "Hey, you are a prince of another nation that is betrothed to the princess of this other nation that are allies. If you do this, it could cause serious ramifications for your country." Like serious ramifications. If she if he is supposed to be married and this is part of this the negotiation between allies, as wrong as it is, arranged marriage in this way where nobody's no one's on board for it, it's wrong. But that's of the situation course, they're in.
2: Of course arranged marriage is
1: wrong.
0: But maybe <laughs> Well, I'm not even saying maybe it's okay. The fact is that that's where they're at, and no one's You just reminded me of that Louis C.K. joke. I know, of course, I know,
1: Of course, but maybe. I now, know. here's the issue with that. I, I I, agree with what you're saying. I disagree to a point. I, I agree with everything. The only slither I would disagree on is I don't mind the Kit and Jade storyline of them being in love. The issue I have with the Graydon storyline is... Alora is literally only there at first. She only went because she's because going after the love of her life. I know. And he knows this. I know. So he's just like, oh, I thought maybe you fall in love with me. Oh, yeah, you're right. So we just leave the fucking group then? So we just, we just, <laughs> we, we can go, right? Yeah, we don't There's need no to worry point. about Eric. There's no purpose of us staying now because mm-hmm. I don't care about Eric. You mm-hmm. never cared about Eric and uh yeah it just got it just got weird and I, and and at the same time like i'm weirded out by Graydon, and i'm also yeah. like i feel bad for the guy because he's done nothing wrong yeah. he's a good guy
0: yeah he's a good dude that just is in a in a situation that is not favorable for him right now
1: he keeps getting possessed and he can't i know
0: <laughs> but yeah this brother i just i don't i don't like the the We've only got two love triangles with, and the love triangles that they're trying to set up aren't overly compelling, and they're not overly thought out. It seems like because, again, not one person like I know. Again, Graydon and Kit don't want to get married, and I I understand that, and I really hope that it works out that they don't have to. But Elora wants to marry Eric. She wants to yeah. be with him. That's the whole reason why she's there. And Graydon is being forced to marry kit and no one's bringing Which it up the only reason he was there right and no one's bringing it up like look i everybody knows you've got a crush on Alora. we get it we see it we understand would she be a better fit for you probably is it gonna work out for you no it's not your oh. call <laughs> nobody's bringing it up and i don't understand why uh but other than that, uh, I like Scorpia. I think she's an interesting character. Uh, that she's actress right. seems incredibly familiar to me. Um, Same. I did not look up. I didn't look her up. I didn't look her up. It's been she so was busy. Either. It's just now getting to the point where work isn't completely insane uh so um, extra credit is not happening on my end so i have not looked her up but she does look very very familiar i'm gonna have to look her up and see what i've seen her in i really liked her i love her and her and borman's relationship uh borman is still my favorite character in this show right now which is funny because willow was my favorite character as a kid and as an adult it was mad martigan and now it's borman because he's the mad martigan of the show so that's my thoughts on five on episode five
1: yeah, uh, kind of rounding that out, I agree with you. Uh, Borman has been the highlight of the show for me as well. He's the perfect uh, um, mix of brawn and funny. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. It was a lot like Mad Mardigan. Uh, yeah. It's just a more modern kind of humor. Oh, yeah. Much more modern kind of humor. And, uh, and that's fine because it's yeah. a
0: modern show. So yeah, I don't it's, even it's, mind the it's, modern it's cool. humor. I don't like the modern music.
1: Yeah, that that part needs needs to go. Um, and transitioning into the newest episode, yeah, let's go, let's it talk did about kinda, that. It did kind of go. Uh, mm-hmm. The score has been better, Derek. You mentioned to me via telephone earlier um, that you liked the fact that you had noticed that there's been no Willow theme
0: this entire. It's series. been really. I, I've I've heard it once or twice, and of course it, it's been in there, but it's, it's been, been really, very absent. really subtle. Yeah. And in this episode, you, I'm talking like two times, notes just to so yeah. be
1: like, oh, is that? The, oh, well, maybe not.
0: And multiple times in this episode, they played the Willow theme. And as much as I loved it, it made me angry that for this whole, we haven't show, heard it the whole we've time we've been yeah. listening to modern music instead of just having a composer sit down, listen to the score for the movie, and then take that and integrate it in. That's the same thing that composers have been doing for the longest time. Um, uh, you know, every composer that has worked on a Star Wars movie or TV show that is not John Williams has taken that original theme and those original scores and have molded each of those things into their into their uh into their score that they're working on. Mm-hmm. Star Wars does it all the time. Michael Giacchino did it. Uh, uh, uh John Powell did it. Um, uh, Kevin Kiner. I, everyone that has worked on a uh, even Luba Gorson, that does the Mandalorian, uh, integrated some of the, the Star Wars music from, from the original trilogy.: Composers do this all the time. It's something that they're able to do. Just Just have your composer for the show integrate more of that in, and stop putting all this modern music in it that wasn't a part of the original movie. I don't mind modern humor. that's fine. It's a modern time. But why How do you are feel you about modern love?: this? I don't know. Well, if we're talking about Kit and Jade, then you know I'm against it. Please don't at me. I'm joking. I'm 100 percent on board with Kit and Jade. Um, but no, I, I, I don't know, man. I, and I know I feel like I've been, I've been crotchety lately because I've been so tired. So I feel like I'm being overly harsh on these last two, these two episodes. No, I actually I really I liked episode six, harsh. but the the music issue. I felt like such a breath of fresh air when I heard that Willow theme come on that it just emphasized the fact that we haven't got it as much and that I haven't enjoyed the musical choices of the episodes so far. So I'm sorry. I have I have overrun you so much this evening. Please. No, you
1: haven't. You're, you're, you're fine. Um, Christian Slater. Right? As soon as I heard the voice, I was like, is that, is that Christian Slater?
0: Yeah, I heard the voice. I couldn't see him. Because it was yeah. it was I was looking at a black screen essentially because I couldn't see yeah. anything.
1: And he was laying down kind of weird. Yeah. So you couldn't really it, I, I watched it on the TV and you couldn't really see him at mm-hmm. first. I, you know, I they obviously did that on purpose, but I knew that voice. I was like, that's Yeah, I did not too. Christian Slater. But I haven't seen I can't remember the last thing I've seen Christian Slater in. It's been a minute. So, so I'm just waiting and when he sits up and I'm just like, That is
0: Christian Slater.
1: Right? <laughs> I think behind that air eye patch, that's Christian Slater. And it's uh I was very interested when he said he was Matt Martigan. I was like, oh, okay. And you want to talk about a complex character. I had no idea what to think of that dude. I yeah.
0: I didn't Agatha.
1: either. Agathar.
0: Um oh my gosh, if you it hadn't made a... it if you hadn't made a joke about what his ah, name damn, is Ah damn, I'm sorry. I had it. Um Oh my gosh, Alagash. Yes. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Okay.
0: That to you. No, it's all right. It was right there. But no, he was he was Wait, great. Is it Alagash? Allagash or Allagast, right?
2: I was going to say, isn't that the wizard from Zelda? (laughs) I don't know. Hang on, I'm going to tell you though. Let's see, I'm looking. (laughs) Yeah, Allagash. I'll stop. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, uh,
1: he was a very complex character. I didn't really know what to think of him. He was kind of like back and forth all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, on one hand, I'm like, why is he acting like Mad Mardigan? He's clearly not. Uh, we know that. Kit knows that. Willow knows that. He mm-hmm. even calls him out. You are not Mad Mardigan. <laughs> so it was a good Willow, wasn't it? It was. It was good. I liked it. <laughs> the only thing missing was yeah, Ch- Chirlinda's wand. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, uh, I don't understand how Kit was able to get her hand so easily out of that first. Yeah, I was
0: wondering that, too, because it and looked then the other one she that. was
1: struggling with, I was like, and it would have gassed your hand open.
0: Yeah, the design of the, uh, when Tentans I finally got a chance lock to, jaw. when I finally got a chance to actually watch this episode instead of just listening to it, because, again, my phone screen was completely black because Disney needs to get their crap together, uh, I really like the design of the uh, of the prison. I thought that it was kind of cool. It was really done, you know, grungy and nasty. And what do yeah, you think about the trolls?
2: You, I was gonna. Add, did, did you like how cheeky the trolls were? Okay, let me
0: tell you. I was very excited to see trolls because willow talks about trolls in the in the movie like before he leaves that's one of the things that they're afraid of that's in the wilderness are trolls and how much he hates trolls and apparently trolls don't like no one's either which (laughs) was a really interesting little little tidbit um but i have to say i'm so 100 behind the cheeky troll Okay. It made me laugh every time he spoke. He reminded me of somebody, and I couldn't put my finger on who Same. he reminded me of. But man, I just and I love the fact that it was just one. Mm-hmm. Like the other ones, just seemed to they be like grunted. angry and grunted. Uh, like his brother was just Wednesday mad lunch. all the time. <laughs> but this one dude is just like really eloquent and kind of effeminate, and and just like super duper chill about everything. Like yeah. he, it, like. <laughs> like to the point where even when uh like when willow had something to say he's just like i'm not the biggest fan i'm not really okay with no ones so you will speak when spoken to (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i'm 100 behind the weird sarcastic troll i didn't hate it either
1: again i thought it was kind of out of place right at the same time uh wildly entertaining mm-hmm. i couldn't help it i couldn't help but laugh and be entertained by him uh so no knock there um
2: the rescue mission thing um again it, it kind of like whew,
1: borman I, I like i i told you before like i love him Mm-hmm. But it's still like he he's kind of like back and forth too, mm-hmm. and it kind of like makes sense why because you know, Allagash and uh, and 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 him and uh, Matt Mardigan all ran together and they're mm-hmm. all very much alike, and you know, in that first willow. Matt Martigan could go either way. You don't know what he's going to do, and even when he runs into Eric a few times, he's just mm-hmm. like, "This is unlike you. Like you're actually helping people." And right, you know, making comments on that. So their rescue mission going into the to the uh trolls lair to to get them, and then him being like, "Oh, I know how to get in there." They're like, "How?" He's like, "Oh, I broke out of here years ago." Mm-hmm. So you think like is he actually going in here to break them out because it seems like Borman's always got an ulterior motive right you know what i mean mhm so and, and and he did yeah he did <laughs> me, right he did but at the same time like i never for once believed that he was never going to help them get out of there though like i, didn't I do either. think he's loyal i do too he just puts his he, he's selfish and puts his own uh his own uh, crusade first And he dresses it up and says, you know, I know it seems like this, but I'm doing this for Willow and for Kit. Right. And of course, nobody believes him because how could you at this point?
0: Yeah. And I will say he's
1: always willing to put his life on the line for him. I've noticed that. Yeah, he has been. He's
0: been, he's been the first there to, to defend them. And when, like you said with Allagash, where it's like, man, I don't know what to believe about this guy. Is he being truthful? And then, but I will say, the second that he and Borman started fighting, I believed Borman immediately. I did too. Like I don't believe I, I believe, and I don't know if maybe that's because that
1: was the most sincere and stern I've seen of all, mm-hmm. all series.
0: Yeah, because leading up to that, you think that you know he says, "Oh, you know, this is where I made my the biggest mistake of my life," and you think, "Okay, well, he regrets, uh, you know, betraying Mad, Mad Martigan," but no, he regretted not staying with him, not being there with him to the very end. He didn't regret you know, that he did something terrible, like betrayal. He did something that was wrong by not being there for the person that he was meant to serve. And I mm. thought that that was really, really interesting that this character that we're not supposed to trust. I trust almost implicitly, mm. which I find interesting. Um, And Allagash, just, just Christian Slater, man. What a great character! I'm sad that he's gone. I kind of hope that the trolls didn't kill him. Yeah, but, uh, but, but it's pretty cool.
1: Trolls, so. um, I assume
0: before we get to the Kit and Elora of it all, I want to talk about because um, <laughs> I want to I want to hear you rant about that some more because I agree with you a thousand percent. It's, it's going to happen. So, I want to get to the uh, the chamber, like the burial chamber, with the. <laughs> The sword with, with, before the sword. Oh, the fight with the, with the riddles, idiots! With the oh, the riddles!
1: I laughed so. hard. I was screaming the whole time. I was too. I knew both was of harder. them. The second one, I was like, no. Nope. The first like, one, hmm. the first one was, was like easy seriously. Too. The second one's so easy. Yeah, well, and I have have been paying too much attention to. Well, like the, well, the, the first one showed, have, showed up.
0: Stumped. The first one, the first one he did it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." I I'd heard a riddle similar to that. I was like, "Okay, name. That's a name, sure." And okay. then they say it. And the second one, I was like, "All right, I've heard a version of this too. It's nothing." And then they didn't I've never heard it a out. version of
1: it. I just immediately got it. I was like, "It's nothing." It's well, cuz the nothing.
0: the more modern version it's the is the only
1: answer is nothing.
0: The more modern version is what does a poor person what does a poor man have that a rich man wants? Nothing. And Yeah. Okay, and, I
1: guess I, I have her. And that. so it's it's the
0: same that. idea. What does a beggar have that a wise man man doesn't? They both take it to their grave or whatever, whatever it was. Either way, mm-hmm. it was very clearly nothing to the point where I was second guessing myself because they kept not being able to figure it out. I was so, like, really? A, of a all beggar, the six, there's like six or seven it, people.
1: A wise man wants it, but they both take it to their grave with them.
0: Yeah. And so, so yeah, I was second guessing myself thinking. Maybe it's not nothing because surely one of these people would have gotten it nah, by now. It's
1: nothing. It was not not nothing. nothing.
0: <laughs> so, but uh, I, I, I did love it the was whole idea of the barrel tra- chamber. I thought that that was funny, and I love the fact that it just kept repeating. It seems like you need more yeah. time, or perhaps you'd like me to repeat my rhyme. Yeah, but the whole time I was like, it, "That it's so easy. It's it nothing. Is. It was easy.
1: It's so it's it's just as easy as the first one, if not easier. It's nothing."
0: And that led and it took to them a hours. It did. It took him a long time and it led to a very heartbreaking scene because when Kit walks in and sees Mad Mar- Mad Mardigan's sword and then could hear his voice a little bit, it was uh, it was hard because it makes me think we're really not going to see him at all in this show,
1: which makes sense. We We shouldn't.
0: I know Val's I was, having a rough time. I know. Let him let him rest. I know, but he loves to act. I want to see him get a chance to come back and play these characters. You know, the, and I think they, he actually did want to do this. I know. I'm sure he did. You know what they did with him in Top Gun? We've talked about this before. Was such a perfect way of integrating everything that's happened to him, but there's not a way of doing that in in this show. I at least not that I can think of. I mean, I don't. I don't think that they're going to say the oh Mad Mardigan went looking for this and then he got cancer and now he can't speak. And it's, I, I can't imagine that they would do that. And it is so sad to me when a performer who has something that there is a demand for them to come back and play a beloved role or do something that they love. Like I think about like Randy Travis after he had, um, he had a stroke, and then you know I'm thinking mm-hmm. of Val Kilmer with with his uh, battle with cancer. I feel so bad for a performer that has that. There's a genuine want and need for them to come back and do something that they love and that they were good at, and they physically are not able to do that. It breaks my heart for them. I can't imagine going through something like that. It's it's it, it really really breaks my heart, and it made that scene even more. Even sadder than than it would have been just for the story. So that's my yeah, thought on that. I, I couldn't
1: I couldn't agree with you more on that either. Like it is heartbreaking, and like if if things were different, I would mm-hmm. be begging for Valkyrie to come back. And I don't think I'd have to because, like you said, he loves to act, and uh, and he's he's a wild, cool, interesting person, and <laughs> um, he really is. And I use that jokingly because of another podcast we listen to, but um he really does love to act, and he is a, a wild man. But like, man, he he has a passion for it, and uh, I have not, and it's because I'm already sad, and I haven't watched it, and I am, I want to watch Val.
0: I do too. I haven't gotten to watch it yet because
1: yeah, and I know I've heard it it's will. amazing. Yeah, and I'm going to, but it's just like every time I watch a preview of it, I I literally tear up at the preview because. Mm-hmm. I've always been a Val Kilmer fan. I grew up watching Val Kilmer movies. I grew up watching. Yeah. Uh, I told you, like Willow was in mm-hmm. uh, concert rotation from my brother and I growing up. Uh, everybody knows I'm a huge Batman fan. If you don't, you just found out because I don't. I talk about it every week. Uh, mm-hmm. He was he was a he was a great Batman. He was he, he was did. never a problem uh, mm-hmm. for me in in the movie um i grew up watching those movies uh real genius
0: uh, oh real genius was great man uh
1: top, Se- was top secret was a top secret yes i love that
0: movie one of the one of the greatest spoofs of all time yes top secret
1: and is. uh yes I, mean, I grew up you know watching that and uh and, and top uh, gun well, i watch ghost top in gun the darkness the time. top gun oh my
0: god ghost in the darkness even the saint all, all these movies i love the saint I love the saint I don't was, care what people say. The same like, was great.
1: With the teeth. He's the old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like that movie. I I I've always I've always been a big Val Kilner fan. Uh one of my favorite movies, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh he yeah. Is fucking excellent in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I know uh, we're yeah. talking
0: about Willow, but if you've not seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, do yourself a favor. It was Val Kilmer's best performance in years. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. right at the beginning. Well, not just kind of at the at the start of his climb That back was his, that his was comeback. that was, was Robert right before, Downey
1: Jr.'s comeback for me. Yeah, it was uh, right
0: before Iron Man, and it was uh, which
1: put him in the spotlight. And I get that, but for me, the comeback started with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
0: Yeah, because he did a couple. Robert Downey Jr. did he did that, and a Guide to recognizing your saints and he had and US and Marshals
1: then, i think come out the, at the very beginning of the 2000s and i yeah, think that was a little before everything off.
0: yeah and so but anyway Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Shane Black excellent movie another fun uh crime thriller and Val Kilmer plays a private investigator that is teaching Robert Downey Jr how to investigate crimes because he's up for a role in a uh in a movie and it is excellent God, that's such it's, a good it, movie. It, it,
1: just those two in general. If if you need if you need anything else, you're not going to find it. Those two are perfect together. Got the perfect
2: talking chemistry. money, uh, talking monkey.
0: Yeah, talking monkey came here from, from another planet.
2: <laughs> Ugly little Angry sucker
1: says always says ficus. <laughs>
0: uh anyway willow yeah. we gotta get back to willow so, so anyway.
1: we 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 yes and so but i i had to veer the conversation toward val kilmer because val kilmer is a huge part of my childhood and he's a huge part of of the willow universe because without val kilmer there'd be no mad Mardigan. without mad Mardigan, there'd be no everything of this movie like he
0: willow doesn't me, work without mad, mad
1: Mardigan is just as important as willow in the movie
0: one hundred percent. the 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 dynamic between him and Willow, the dynamic between Val Kilmer and Warwick Davis. And remember, Warwick Davis, when they filmed Willow, was like, let me see, uh, Return of the Jedi was eighty, came out in eighty three, so they filmed that in around eighty two, and he was twelve years old. This came out in eighty eight, so we're talking about a seventeen year old kid playing the main character in this movie. And his chemistry with uh, with Val Kilmer was just great, and, and it, it was so good. And if it wasn't like you said, if it wasn't for him, the I, the movie doesn't work.
1: Yeah, yeah. The two of them are uh, equally as important to the story. I thought.
0: Yeah, because you get uh, the heart, you get the heart, and the bravery with Willow. You get the humor and the. Let's um, say the, the action. Yeah, you get the heart and the action from from Val Kilmer, the Mad Mar. I'm an
1: amazing swordsman. You really are amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't
1: sound that ill. So uh, yeah, uh, back to this episode, man, because yeah. it's leading to something. Uh I I I like Christian uh, Slater's character. I thought Christian Slater was was great as always, and. uh and borman his his quest to get you know the the, the armor and everything mm-hmm. uh i thought was important too and them fighting over it when the doors <laughs> open they take off running in there and they're clawing <laughs> like squeezing each other, like, children together <laughs> like children um the the battle with the trolls at the end wasn't wasn't too bad i think it could have went a little bit i think willow needs to be doing a little bit more for this supreme sorcerer
0: yeah i know he's not doing a lot
1: He didn't doing a whole lot and he's just like oh i'm old it's like well, what are you even here for <laughs>
0: although he uh, did kick a troll in the face which was kind of fun to watch he, he
1: did he did <laughs> um kick him while so he's then down. like it got really i agree but you It got sad when kit noticed the sword and went in and grabbed it mm-hmm. and uh could hear him and it's like clearly it's some sort of illusion right like mm-hmm. to get her to lure her in there and everybody tries to tell her that so when they go to leave and the place starts coming down she just stops for no reason which i'm sure she had a reason but to me it was no reason and allura doubles back to, of all people laura goes back not jade Alora. yep goes back like hey we got to keep moving the place is coming down and she's just like i like that wouldn't you that's not what she said but She's just like, uh, he was right there. He's right there. I could hear his voice. And, and you, it's always about you. And it's just like, what? why? Why? <laughs> why? Like, he literally just told you, like I guess, literally just told you that the one thing that your dad was trying to do was protect Laura. And yep. you take that as a jealous thing? Like, oh, he cared about her more than me. I'm sorry. She's more important than you. Not just for the family, for the universe. She, oh my God! Everybody yes. dies if 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 she dies. Yes. There's nobody there to protect anybody. Why can't you see that? And why are you being so selfish? She's and such Allura, a excellent
0: little child. I don't understand. Two it.
1: steps back. She was taking a step forward. She took mm-hmm. two steps back. I said one step forward earlier, and now I'm saying two steps yep. back because I thought those two were doing so well building chemistry. And now she's just jealous. She's a jealous little brat again. And it's just like, this. why is everything about you? And yeah. I under- I don't understand why Laura couldn't turn around and be like, look, I get it. You hate me, and I'm sorry, but... I couldn't let you go after your dad because I'm sorry he's gone, but your brother is very much alive, and you need to move forward. And we got to go get him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you you need you need to understand that. No, the Lord doesn't give any kind of a speech like that. Just I know you hate me, but just can we? You just hate me outside? I'm like, okay, fair point. <laughs> but at the same time, I get that you know the pressure's on. But you got to say something to get her out of there. And just being like, "Hey, you want to go talk outside?" That's not going to cut it. She's too stubborn, and she's kind of an idiot. So that's the thing. She's not really. She's she's actually a really smart girl, and that's what pisses me off about it is that she was just that angsty teen came back. Yeah, you know the emo hair flopping down. It's just like, come on. And it's not about that he loved her more than you. It's no, about the it's the fact that sh- she has to survive. Yeah, and she to, has your, to.
0: to your point, like it annoyed me so much when she stopped and she just starts like ranting at Elora. And and you find out that her whole motivation, the whole reason why she doesn't like Elora is because her dad cared about her. Mm. Because she blames her for her dad going off to do what he did, and and that's the reason why. Like, yeah, I get it. But come on, man. Like you said, your brother's still alive. We still have to go get him. And also, like you said, if Allura isn't trained as a sorceress, if Allura doesn't survive, the whole world is doomed. Yeah. Suck the Chrome wins immediately. Suck it up. Move. Let's go. Get yourself together. And the other thing that frustrated me about that is, one... I don't love the character that they've given to Elora Dana. Now I understand it makes sense in the story because she was sheltered. She didn't know who she was, she wasn't trained. She wasn't, um, she wasn't brought up to speak her mind. She, she, wasn't,
1: she up, was a, a poor servant.
0: Yeah. And she was taught to be quiet. Do not speak unless spoken to. She was ingrained with all that. So that's not her fault. Do you know who wasn't ingrained with all that? Willow turn around, get yourself together if you want to save your brother, you'll take your step forward. Get out of here. I don't care yes, what's somebody. going on between you. Move now. Borman literally could have walked back up. and scooped her up. I was gonna say Borman could have just picked her up and walked He's her a out of big
1: there. guy. He could have just walked up, grabbed her. She could have done the whole pouty hitting him on the back yeah, thing it's like fine. a child. I don't care. That's fine.
0: But you're you know, you're not wrong that Alora should have been like, Look, I understand. And exactly what you thought, what you said I had going through my head. Like, I understand, but your dad's gone, your brother's not. Let's go. But with the character they've given Laura, she could yeah, do that. Yeah, your brother's Willow, here. Willow
1: he, and he needs us.
0: Willow could have. Willow somebody is, could have. Willow, somebody
1: could have stepped up. Willow Her husband, Tony so, Ravioli. He yeah, could I have.
0: know. God, God, Tony Ravioli. Which good on him. He had a little hero moment in this episode, and I like that. Um, but the uh, my biggest problem. I know I said I had the problem with the with the music being my biggest problem. My biggest problem is that Willow is too passive in his own show. not doing anything and i understand that he's old and i understand that he's not that he he's concerned about not having the magic when it needs to be but you know what it you need it now you're in a life or death situation you're
1: never going to make it to the end of battle if you don't if you don't use it now to get there and if you can't cut it now you're not
0: going to be able to do it against the crone right and so i'm I want them to let Willow do some more. And even if he can't, even if it's not magic, he could have been the one to try and shake Kit out of this
1: This little inspirational episode. Inspirational speech. Having. I mean, he did that in the movie a lot.
0: So so I don't know. I And I, I say all that because that's my frustration with the episode. I liked this episode overall. I really enjoyed it. I thought that there was a lot to like about it. Um, I did enjoy it. I know it seems like... Uh... I, I like what's going on with Eric. I like seeing the desperation that he's going through because, you know, you know that the crone is trying to break him emotionally and mentally to get him to come over and to be the new Bab Morta basically. Um, so I like all that. However, why, why someone needs to explain to me the song choices in this show? I know I've already complained. Look, I'm looking into the camera for anybody watching. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you. I want you to get in the comments and explain to me why the music choices. I will get over the weird rendition of Black Hole Sun because he's in a weird, spooky place that he doesn't understand. Why? With I don't mind song. it during
2: the outro. I don't, I don't either. But outdoor. why
0: that song? It didn't make sense. It had nothing to do with what was going on. I love the colorful clothes you wear. That's You're in true. a desert. This this doesn't matter. I, I don't true. understand. And maybe I'm maybe I just I just don't, don't like that song it. in general. So. I actually like the I like that song, but maybe I just don't get it. Maybe I don't understand. Maybe I'm missing something. But that song had nothing to do with what was going on at all. He saw a random girl who was kind of cute. But he was picking
1: up some good vibrations from her.
0: Oh, my God.
1: You know, if they're going to go that route, it should have been Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Feel the vibration.
2: Don't <laughs> <laughs> you feel the vibration?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would have respected that
0: more, wouldn't you? I would have now respected that it. more. Now you want it. to that. go and
1: dub that over.
0: <laughs> but for real, I don't understand why. And again, I know that I'm so frustrated with this because the score in this episode was so much better than it's been all season long. So I know that's why I'm so frustrated at that. But I'm really, really annoyed with that. That's
1: what we gotta give, and uh, the the ending really pissed me off. Like her casting the spell and trying to open it up, and Kit like drowning to her doom, and I was like, God, no, they're going to end it on a cliffhanger, but they could have mm-hmm. at least, like, had her pop up and right. spit out the water and then in the episode. Because, I mean, well, come on.
0: Kit's alright.
1: Because then, like, what well, the next episode, we're either going to pick up where we left off right there, which is going to be kind of weird, or mm-hmm. they're going to skip it all in general, and they're going to be outside in the trees, and she's going to be all wet, sitting there, huffing and puffing.
0: Are, am I the only one that thought that was supposed to be lava? I thought it was lava too. And then, then Willow like, was like, "Willow was like walking on it and just like, okay." And then Kit and falls then the in
1: one just laying right there.
0: I actually didn't mind because I knew they were going to find that.
1: Laura stepped on it and I was like, no, I, I, thought was I, was was <laughs> "I thought she was going to break it, snapped a app.
0: I thought she was going to break the one. I was glad she didn't. Uh, yeah, I so yeah. That's my my biggest criticisms is I want Willow to do more. I, I I even if it's not magic, I just want him involved more. He seems like things are happening around him, and he's not really a part of it. He's just kind of along for the ride. Um, so and I it's want Willow.: Yeah, I want him to be a more active role in what's going on. And for I the think... love of God with the needle drops, stop it. Stop with the needle <laughs> drops. And if you're going to have them, have them make sense. The Metallica like play playing in true. the third episode. Great, worked. I think it was the third or fourth episode, it was. Uh, you know, it worked really well.
1: No, I think it was, think it was at the end of the third because it was where they see the castle and they're about to go there because the fourth episode was the castle.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: And that was Black Hole Sun.
0: Yeah, the fourth <laughs> episode was Black Hole Sun. <sighs> Good vibrations. Why? Good bright. Why? Just He's because. I- <laughs> I'm sorry it's I'll okay I'm genuine no 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 it's fine Goodbye. I'm genuinely frustrated about the music I don't understand it and it makes me feel like I'm missing it, it really it legitimately makes me feel like I'm missing something like I'm just not I'm not smart enough to pick it up and I don't like that because I'm the professor
1: I don't like it you are the professor
0: no sir I don't like it all right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's it that, that's so that's our thoughts on uh, on Willow episodes five and six we got two episodes to go You got anything else to say before we wrap
2: it up? No, I think that pretty much, you know, I think that pretty much sums up what we're all thinking.
0: (laughs) Oh, I agree. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for sitting through this, uh, this lengthier review. It's been a while since we've had one this long because we're dealing with the two episodes. Um, If you have not yet, make sure you check out this week's episode of the Silver Screen Scoundrels. Ian and Colonel Bob reviewed See How They Run, the Sam Rockwell murder mystery. uh, Short episode, you can get through it pretty quick. Listen to it on your commute. Uh, Also, make sure you're following us on all of the social medias. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Ring the notification bell. If you are listening on the podcast, don't forget to rate and review us. And also... I'm going to put a link in the description of this video for Streamlounge.io. Streamlounge is a streaming platform, uh, very similar to Twitch, where we can have watch parties. Uh, Ian and I are going to be doing those much more frequently. I have been doing them with uh, Sean from The Caption Life. Uh, but we are going to do our first official one on Monday, January 2nd, correct?
2: Yes. That's this coming that is, Monday. Yes.
0: What yes. time? Do we, we determine a time?
2: We did not we can uh
0: we will I will have I think we as, uh... mentioned either seven or eight. Okay. Let's uh let I'll I'll put that in the description once we we'll have a discussion after when we're not recording. Um uh, but anyway, Streamlounge.io, We are going to do our first one. We are finally getting around to doing a watch party of Batman Forever. We are speaking of Val Kilmer tonight, we are gonna continue our Val Kilmer kick into the new year and do a watch party of Batman forever stream lounge. All you have to do is go and sign up. Uh, it is totally free. You do have to, uh, be watching on a laptop or a desktop. They do not have a mobile app yet. And, uh, you simply log into whatever streaming service we're watching and watch it directly onto the computer. You don't have to worry about syncing anything up. You just watch along with us. Uh, so come chat with us, listen to our witty banter that we're very well known for. And, uh, Once you're done with that, on uh, January 11th, uh, like I said, Sean from Caption Life, myself, uh, Bumpkins, who we've had on here before, and Ellie from the All Day Show, will be continuing our watch-along of X-Men, the animated series. So, be checking us out for that. Don't forget to uh, do all the things I've said. I know that was a lot. And uh, with that, Ian, thank you, sir.
2: Hey, thank you, man. Thanks for having me on your show. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, that's like why you're be here as a guest every week. <laughs> that's why you're the glue. All right, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your continued support, and thank you for a wonderful 2022. We will see you in 2023. For Ian, I have been Derek, and this has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast.